This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you ready? No, I said, are you If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Uncle Jeff. Why do you think I'm here? To wish me a speedy recovery? No. Wishes belong in the bottom of a well with unwanted girl children. One person walked into a room. When he was supposed to go this way, and he said he was going this way, and he walked in, and he went this way, and everyone said, what happened? What was that all about? Boy, oh boy. Who was that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be controversial, so I won't use his name, okay? What a mess. But it's all happening anyway. It's all happening anyway. You know, for a guy with a wife, you sure do talk about making love to men a lot. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. This is a new low. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. You party pooper, buzz kill, poo! Right? And now, call Kenny Loggins, because you're in the danger zone. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Friday morning, the 28th of September. Yeah. Jensen, tell us about your drive-in. Listen, I, I kind of hid something from you guys when I came in. Mm-hmm. I, got, I, was a, I wasn't late, per se, but I was, like, right on time. Uh-huh. Hey. I Well, I drove, I, I normally have an eight-minute drive. That was what I've been doing. Which all, is fantastic. Which is fantastic. Yeah. It's a dream. I just moved, so it's about a 30-minute drive. Okay. And this And today was my first run-through. Okay. And last night, my fiancé, in a very sweet way, said, put it into Waze, put it in that you need to get there at 5.30. Uh-huh. And I said, absolutely. So I put it in. It says 28 minutes. I go, oh, all right, perfect. Set up my time. Oh, no. My doctor's office okay. is on the same exact street. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I used, like, prior locations. Right. Ah, I I pulled up at my doctor's office this morning. Yeah, wow. Just now. Yeah, yeah, like eight eight to ten minutes before I was supposed to get. <laughs> was it at least a high rise, so it looks? It's similar? right here. It looks okay. like. I mean, my point is, I'm not even looking at the buildings. Right. I'm just looking straight down at my waves. Right. So I'm like here. Okay. Look up. Yeah. I could have been in Tucson. <laughs> so I didn't even know. It would have been a better story if you were in Tucson. Well, that's true. I got to be honest. So when you emailed me or texted me and that's said, "That's when I realized going to be around five thirty, and I said, "Don't go to the third floor," joking around because who would do something right? that yeah. dumb? Don't be ridiculous, Kevin. Yesterday, uh, you went to a totally different building. Yeah, I was a Dr. Sarkeesian's. Okay, uh, I, I <laughs> all right. Thought was about he there? Maybe, no, no. Thought about okay. doing a quick walk in. Right. I see. Wasn't there? Wow. Uh, maybe a quick check on maybe a. 
okay. maybe a throat issue I've been yeah. having. But no, he wasn't in. Uh, and so I just went, oh, and I switched quickly into this this address and uh-huh. I sped I went through a red light oh, did a bunch sure. of things that I that I probably uh, looking back can't become a Supreme Court justice because of yeah uh, <laughs> but I am proud that I was still able to get here at the same time even from a new location that almost you know quadruples my time did great yeah, I assumed crazy. when you said you put in the address I thought you were headed to Fairfax and Venice oh the old for sure. dream. wouldn't that have been the best uh, that would have been the best still <laughs> one of us it's gonna happen to one of us for it sure is, yeah. and it wasn't me but it's just one of those things where you're just your mind just clicks, turns off, and just you know yeah. where you're going. Um, you go, you end up at your doctor's. Office. Yeah, I was driving to the office. Not a problem. Wow. Oh, wow. Just uh, it's okay. Checking in the waiting room. All right. All right. I'm going to do the show from that office eventually. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> from Doctor Sarkeesian. Yeah. Does he have uh, little candies in a bowl? Listen, maybe just as many people are listening. Lollipop. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, we got blinds. I saw that. A new place. is a new studio. The first week, blinds. Let it be yeah. known, you can no longer look at us weirdly from the kitchen. And that's the yeah. weird thing, is the is the room right next to our studio is an actual kitchen mm-hmm. where everyone in the building goes to get their coffee or right. whatever they eat, heat stuff up in the microwave. And uh, there's nothing for them to look at, Mm-mm. except for in here. Yeah. And that's odd. It is. It- Took some weird turns, for sure. I was like, anyone know who that guy is? And then we'd kind of glance over, and he he didn't care that he was staring. Continued staring. Mm. Still no idea who that one dude was, but boy, he gave me the creeps. Just sitting there eating ribs. Yeah, that was odd, right? That was odd. Just, just licking his fingers. Barbecue sauce what all over What about shirt? the guy that came back and forth like 30 times? What about that guy? I don't want to mention anyone, but... Yeah. Yeah. Five minutes later, that person's there again. It's all right, lot. another yeah. five minutes. What's happening? Yeah. Do you have a job? I think the answer was no. Also, <laughs> we won't say his name, but his name fits exactly the kind of like vibe that you're giving off. You know what yeah. I mean? Sure. Like it's all, it was creepy, but we yeah. saved the day. Right. The blinds are here, you guys. Finally got the blinds. I don't know anyone that will be happier than Kat Corbett. Yeah, she hated that. Because too. not only did she hate people looking in, when Kat comes in for her shift, the lights all go down. Like it's yeah. almost darkness in here. So we can she tell level- the level of hangover that she has by uh, how dark it gets. <laughs> she she really does she make it in. Virgin Airlines in here. Yes. It really Com- is. Compared to what we have, which is uh, your local Rite Aid. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Very true. I like it. So I'm happy to have those, for God's sakes. Yeah. And I'm happy that you got to check in on your doctor. You know what? It's you good. just gotta always check in if there's even a small <laughs> tickle in your throat, <laughs> yeah. no matter what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is odd. Uh, this is a new time for me to start getting into any work. And it is odd to to work before the gyms open. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's an odd feeling. Yeah, those people that are going to the gym super early think they're getting such a jump on life. And no. they're like, we're driving past you half an hour ago. Losers. That yeah. makes us feel better right? about not exercising, yeah. too. Absolutely. Well, I feel like it is exercising. Because <laughs> I, I, I always remember my whole life, I was always like, oh, those people who get to the gym so early. I can't believe, what time is that? And mm-hmm. then now I've I've learned it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First hand. Absolutely. But you're not going to the gym. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, I consider this a bit of a verbal okay. gymnastics. Okay, sure. Oh. A little bit of yeah. uh, mouth yoga. <laughs> All right, I don't... I don't need that. Mouth yoga. No. Is it mouth hot yoga? Mm. That's how that's how Michael Douglas got throat cancer. All right. Good <laughs> Lord, Jensen. Why? That's quite a stop. Yeah. Why? Sorry. On his birthday week. That's right. <laughs> that is Jensen Carpey's filling in for being this Hi. week who's on vacation. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Yeah, I'd rather die. Uh, keep it 100 because it's Friday. Woo. Well, it's it's Friday. Nope. No, I'm no. sorry. It's Friday. It's Friday. You're, you're in the, you're in the wrong room Jetson. for that. Well, I have to live Why don't up. you go back to your doctor's office? Well, 
Listen, he at least would be celebrating Friday. No, Allie, he wouldn't. Allie, the dream interpreter oh, on the program today. Excellent. She does good work. Uh, Greg Plotkin, who is the director of a movie called Hellfest. Ah. Can't wait for that. So it's, here's the thing. Yeah. It's it's those mazes and mm-hmm. scary haunts you go to. Yes. But someone there is actually murdering. And everyone thinks it's part of the scary haunt. Right. Yeah. Until they're dead. Did you see how realistic that guy's death was? Right. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So now it's another level of fear is all I'm saying well, as you go to those haunts. I'd like to suggest <laughs> if you've become at all uh, used to the Southern California parks around that mm-hmm. do Halloween stuff, mm-hmm. maybe see this movie or let, look at Even it in scarier. a whole new light. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do remember a decade ago, maybe 15 years ago, you used to be able to go to uh, Six Flags, whatever that uh, horror. Magic Mountain? Yeah, the, the horror, you know, whatever, like that. that Or even the, the one at Universal, Horror Night. Six Flags well, yeah. Magic Mountain Fright Fest. Is yes. yes. You used to go to those things and you used to be able to wear costumes and a mask. Oh, right. And that went away oh, quick. Yeah, Absolutely. that seemed like a bad idea. And I don't want to know why it went away. Yeah, I think <laughs> we all know. Uh, 911 is a joke on today's show. Um, we... We did a re- we did some research on all of our Amazon accounts. Yeah. To see how much we spent and on what. Yeah, there's oh, there's no. a way you can check nowadays uh, how much you've spent since mm-hmm. 2006. So my opening stuff happened, guys. I went through it alone last night. <laughs> yeah, because you staff, had to send it to you, and now I I'm it's concerned. This staff has some has some scary things going on. <laughs> Excellent. So we'll go through that on this morning's Kevin and Bean Show. We're going to talk to Drew Doughty from the LA Kings. Woo. We have, uh, I have some, there's some new fashion things that I don't understand at all. Pants? No. Oh. This is weird even by fashion standards. Oh. Hmm. So I'll tell you about that coming up. Uh, we've got Cheers with Beer Mug. Uh, and uh, we're still giving away tickets to the advanced screening of Venom as well. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. LMK is here with a look at what's happening. Well, season 44 this weekend of Saturday Night Live. We know that Adam Driver is hosting. We know that Kanye West is the musical performer. Either of you going to be tuning in? I always record Saturday Night Live in case I hear something's great, and mm-hmm. then most of the time I don't watch it. Okay. Same. Same. But I will watch for the Kanye. I would watch Kanye. Yeah. I thought you might watch. Who for had the who had Kanye. quite a weird day yesterday and was completely overshadowed by the Kavanaugh trial. Yeah, but, true. I mean, he showed up to Fader to do a uh, talk about his new record mm-hmm. and showed up in a new Make America Great Again hat mm-hmm. and a Colin Kaepernick sweatshirt at the same time that he designed. <laughs> wow. He's, uh... Talked about how he wished Louis C.K. was hosting SNL. I, this is a nightmare. Wow. Yeah. He's very layered. He just does this crap, so we'll talk about him. And yeah. quite frankly, I think ugh. he stumbled on being right the day before on on Instagram about yeah. the likes and stuff, and then mm-hmm. he had to quickly turn that around. Too many likes, right? <laughs> People enjoyed hearing from him too yes, much for exactly. a few seconds. Yeah. Well, we now know the following two weeks who the hosts and musical guests will be. The following week, which is the second episode of the season, October sixth. You will see Crazy Rich Asian star Aquafina hosting mm-hmm. and Travis Scott as musical guest. That's big. Yeah. I mean, sure. no one really knew who she was until this this movie. That is quite a big get, yeah. Yeah, for that's her. huge for her. Yeah. And then the following week, which I thought this was odd, he's never hosted SNL before. However, it's a homecoming of sorts. He was the head writer and weekend update anchor for so long. Late night host Seth Meyers. Mm-hmm. I guess has it never hosted. Has before. never hosted. Huh. No. Yeah, so he will be making his debut host, and he's got a pretty good musical guest, Paul Simon, with him. That's not bad. 
Uh, one of Lorne's close pals. Yeah. It is. I is mean, it's really? like Paul's coming. You know oh. what I mean? <laughs> is that how he... <laughs> my good pal, Paul. He alerts everyone. It's <laughs> a terrible Lorne. I, uh, I wouldn't it's better I, than no. either of us do. You know what you have to do? You have to go from Dr. Evil to Lorne. So okay. one billion dollars. That's good. Okay. Then Paul Simon's my friend. Okay. See if you go okay. that way, it works out. All right. Okay. Can't go the other way, You though. just need to run up on it. Yep. yep. Like you got to okay. pull the mic away, do, do whisper it, one billion dollars, and then come back and then do the... Yeah. Just let you know. That's a good lesson. Right little wow. pull back of the curtain. Yeah, we just got to see his whole method yeah. right there. Good that time. was amazing to watch. I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to this, though, so Paul, I can practice. Paul. Paul Simon's my friend. Nope. nope. I'm not go. there but yet. But then you go back, you get $1 billion. Uh, Perfect. Paul Simon's my... Nope. See, I'm, I'm, oh. You got to work on that. Yeah. <sighs> it's okay. Report back Monday. That's all we you're, you're still at your doctor's right Dang. now. No one's listening before six. We Dang. don't go live until then. Yeah. I uh, would like to take a trip down... Conspiracy Jensen. We used to call it Conspiracy Alley because I tend to have a lot of questions about things. I like to poke holes in things. Mm -hmm. You poked holes in this yesterday. It seems like a very complicated work situation, X situation. Two days after FKA Twigs was spotted taking what looked like a romantic walk with Shia LaBeouf. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, Shia LaBeouf, but he's married. Oh, he apparently just filed for divorce. Mm. Couple days after seeing them together, FK Twig's ex-fiance Robert Pattinson was photographed with Shia LaBeouf's estranged wife Mia Goth. So they what? did like a flipperoonie. Like a wife swap. A, a wife swap. A celebrity wife swap. Wow. But you think Man, I think mm. it's some art. Sounds like some art to me. Really? I'm I am a I started a bit of my comedy career by making fun of Shia LaBeouf. Mm -hmm. You could Google it. I won't explain it. Uh, but I I have turned into a bit of a Shia LaBeouf fan. Okay. I think his Actual art... I think his art is actually pretty good. All right. It's weird stuff. He like drives around, picks random people up, or uh, he goes to a movie theater and watches all his movies uh, without any breaks with Yeah, he's fans. a strange dude, but I could never get a beat on whether he was really truly artistic or just acting weird. I think he's you know pretty what I mean? fun. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think he's a blast. And so this sounds like some art. You think this is an art piece, movable living in action? I think it would be funny if then now another couple is like, that. he just starts flipping them around. Yes. Like, like he really messes with Us Weekly in that way. Is such a fun art project. Oh, I don't hate it. All right. I need it to. I need it to be real. I mean, I don't okay. know that that's real. That's just his. Yeah. You know, if anyone thing. wants to ever have a defense of Shia LaBeouf, I'm here. Okay. I really am. I think his art's pretty good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Can't be right all the time, so that's cool. <laughs> that's true. Uh. Get up off that. <laughs> uh, some birthdays for you: singer Saint Vincent, Dita Von Teese, Bam Margera, Mira Sorvino, Naomi Watts, and Hilary Duff. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Right now, Beer Mugs is here. Good morning, Mugs. Good morning, everybody. Hello. How's it going? It's going well. It smells like alcohol. <laughs> How dare you? I think he may have taped one of his segments. Did time. you? Did you indeed do cheers? I did cheers with Beer Mug okay. and um, went back to my local haunt, O'Grady's in Granada Hills. Now, everyone there knows you, I assume? It's just like... Or the, at least your name? Just like the television show, Cheers. Okay. Yeah. They know my name. They make me feel welcome every time oh, I, I come in. I thought you were going to say, like, the show Shameless. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so you show up. How many people are there normally? Uh, it ranges. You know, on a, it depends. on Because you Tuesday. go on a weeknight. I, go, I, I always go on a weeknight. So uh, Wednesday nights, uh, it fills out usually around 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Thursday nights are a little bit more busy. 
And uh, Tuesday nights are kind of dead, so I, okay. I usually end up going at the end I like of the week. Muggs knows every single night <laughs> sure how does. busy every is. single one. He has an app on his phone that shows him the camera inside the bar to let him know how many people are there. What was the topic this week? The topic this week was if you have ever gotten into a bar fight. Never gotten into a bar fight. Talking yeah. to people in a bar, that's smart. Yep, that and like a good idea. You know, coming from my uh, recent ejection from a softball game, mm-hmm. it wasn't in a bar, it was on a softball field. Right. I was in the fighting, I was in the ornery, you know, the mood. So fighting to, mood, which yeah. never ends up in a fight, by the way. Right. Go ahead. But so I wanted to see if anybody else would, uh, ever came to fisticuffs anywhere. All right. It's time for Cheers with Mug. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. I mean, that's a good thought. That's a good question. It's a good start. Mm-hmm. Always well asked. Sure. <laughs> and uh, here it is. Cheers with bugs. Have you ever been in a bar fight? And one time we were in this bar, and... Somebody asked, he asked somebody, where's the bathroom? And he pointed into the bathroom. But he didn't know they sent him into the ladies' room. And I see these two guys next to me laughing. Hey, did you see I sent that guy in the ladies' room? And I said, you blank, blank, blank. I said, you better be happy you didn't send me in the ladies' room. Next thing you know, we get into this big fist fight, me and my friend John Campbell. And we knocked that crap out of these guys. And they were all looking at us. And I looked at John, and I reached down. And I patted his ass. I says, come on, honey, let's go. And we walked out the bar. <laughs> Good to see Tony Soprano still alive and well. I was thinking how weird that the guy from Bar Rescue was there. Like, what? what? Oh, he's good with little veiled homophobia. <laughs> yeah, too. always. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's pretty badass. I have a question for you, uh. Tiff Tiff. Yes, yes, yes. Have you ever been to a bar fight? Yes, I choke bitches out <laughs> all the time. Oh, my. Have you ever been in, in a bar fight? Bar fight. Uh, at what age? I mean, I guess you had to be at least 21, right? All I knew was I was young. Somebody else's lady was dancing with me, and the rest was history, man. We have to, you want to fight, Nico? You want to get into a bar fight right now? You're tiny, bro. I will for sure take you. Nah, you got like 70 pounds on me. How dare you call me fat, Nico? I said it's pure, it's just like dormant muscle, bro. I have been involved in a bar fight, I guess. I don't know, someone like punched one of my friends, literally walked in a bar, punched somebody I thought was my friend that wasn't even my friend, and everyone in the bar proceeded to jump the guy that punched my friend. Actually, at this very bar, and I might have kicked him like once, but he was acting crazy. That wasn't a good night at the bar. For me, it was. That guy got knocked the f- out, though. <laughs> have you ever gone into a bar fight? No, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Good lady. I'm here with Monty. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> You've never been in a bar fight, right? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're right. No, I'm just kidding. You've been into a bar fight, Monty? Really? Absolutely not. Yes, absolutely I have. What? I was at a bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, the best memories of my life because all the chicks dig it. 
So did you punch a guy in the face, Monty? No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't crazy. I wasn't. We, we'd put our chair, you know, we'd walk forward. It would never get to that point. Of course not. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. I almost drank the microphone. I almost drank the microphone. Wow. I'm not sure whether Monty... So Monty, was a yes or a no? <laughs> I guess. No idea. There's no way you'll ever know. After 45 minutes of an answer, we his, can't figure it out. His brain cells were bar fighting. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Are you guys into fashion much? They do the fashion week in was Milan that in New York. I mean, are you looking at it? I mean, right. I wear, a jean, I wear a t-shirt and jeans pretty much with sneakers every day. That's way, way more dress up than me. Yeah, you are technically the closest thing I know to Bart Simpson. So the- <laughs> <laughs> wear the same thing every day. So there's been a, a fashion week. One is in Milan. Mm-hmm. And Gucciano Calza, the co-founder and creative director of GCDS, sent a model down the runway... With three breasts. What? All apparently prosthetic. Like Total Recall. Three boot. yes, exactly. Yeah. They actually mentioned that in what they were talking about. Is that, oh. um, and then, then his explanation also cracks me up, um, which is, two years ago, my mom had breast cancer. And I was like, oh. And it was such a wake-up call of what the future's going to be about. So I put all my strength into offering an imaginary world where I could express myself. Three breasts is not only a total recall um, homage, but also a political statement. In a moment when culture and art need more feeding than ever, three breasts might be useful. That is oh. a reach. Right? I had you total recall. I even had wow. you with breast cancer. But the wow. world needs feeding. I'm out. Mm. The world needs feeding. Uh, do they do that stuff just so that we're talking about just it? Just for press, That's for sure. That's the only reason they do, right? Yeah. Um, at the Cayman Show at New York's Fashion Week in February, the designer house sent models wearing, and I quote, vagina mohawks. How, uh, Down the runway. How does that work? Um, they, uh, it's prosthetics. It's all prosthetics. Okay. Yeah, it's like a wig and some other stuff, but it's for, it's formed into a mohawk. Okay. Vagina. Are they wearing pants? Well, I'm. Yeah. Is it on their head or is there a mohawk on their hoo ha? Uh, there's a mohawk on their hoo ha. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But the hoo ha is completely prosthetic. It's covered by the mohawk. Yeah. So- I mean, it's it's a fake area. Uh huh. Behind which their real body exists. I don't we, know what you guys are. What? What's? I'm bummed we already bought our wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, um, Kaiman chose to represent diversity, uniqueness, and acceptance of individuality with life-giving human vaginas. What is happening? That's my question. Do mohawks promote diversity? Like the way that you have. Pubic hair is... I've got crazy pubic hair. This is insane. That's These what people I'm are saying. nuts. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand it for a second. I'll post some pictures in just a second on my uh, Twitter at uh, the Kevin That Rodgers. was what everyone was waiting for. It's yeah. ridiculous. And finally, models carried their own severed heads. Okay. This at I'm Gucci's uh-huh. Nightmarish Milan Fashion Show. That one was not prosthetic. Things got extra weird at Gucci's Milan Fashion Week show on Wednesday when designer Alessandro Michel sent models down the runway carrying replicas of their own heads. So they're holding a replica and it looks exactly like they're carrying their own head down. 
I'm buying run. this one. Yeah. You I like this the, Yeah, one. I think this one's good. I mean, if you hollowed it out and put a little strap on it, that's a cute purse. It's so funny yeah. you would say yeah. that because in parentheses it says, and it was carried much like a clutch. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I'm not sure. sure. I, get, I get that style. Like, not yeah. that you can do it down the street. Although, mm-hmm. I will applaud you if I see you carrying your own head down the street. <laughs> right. But I think that one at least makes for a cool picture if someone's trying to, like, uh, sh- you know, put a spotlight on a dress. It's or a outfit. little sure. freaky. Yeah, I'm down. It's pretty freaky. You're down. down with that. Oh, I'm down. Three boobs? Thumbs uh, up, I was thumbs out. down. I was out. out? I'm out. Mohawk vagina? No. No, thank I'm you. out. I'm in on. That's the only one okay. I'm in on. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know why. Mohawk. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Uh, the off-season for me of hockey feels like it goes on for 17 years. That's how it feels just being a Clippers fan in the NBA all the time. <laughs> Even when they're in season, out of season, doesn't matter for me. But the uh, Kings' first home game is one week from today, October 5th, and got to go to the uh, practice arena yesterday and t- sit down with uh, Drew Doughty. Sitting here with Drew Doughty. How are you, Drew? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Um, I'm good. I am so excited to have hockey back. Me too. I assume you feel the same way. <laughs> For sure. It's a long summer. Uh, you know, I obviously like watching all those other sports and having some time off, but it's good to get back here and get back at it. Are you disciplined during the summer? Because I feel like I would get tired of being disciplined during the season, and then when it got to the summer, I would just, you know, ice cream, pizza. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? It, it's it's kind of weird. Is uh, I'm more disciplined in the off season when it comes to eating than I am in the, during the season. And that's because during the season, I'm on the ice so much. I'm playing, you know, 25 to 30 minutes a night, and I'm able to burn off that cheesecake that I have the night before. And by so, 25 to 30, you mean 30 to 35. I would love to. <laughs> I think they're going to bring it, bring me back a little more this year. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's something I'm going to have to get used to. But, no, I, I'm pretty disciplined in the season as well. But, uh, like I said, you know, I... I work hard in the summer too, but uh, nothing compares to playing, you know, twenty-five to thirty in the season and burning all those calories. Are you good at being on vacation or <laughs> taking summers off? Or I, I'm terrible at being on really? vacation. I'm terrible. I go back home to my hometown, of London, Ontario, and I go back to my house and just chill. I have have all my friends over, my family over. Um, you know, we have fun in the summer. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, <laughs> you have you have the boys over on the weekend, have a few parties here and there, and a, a few beers at the cottage by the beach, whatever it may be. So. Um, that's my favorite part of summer. That's why I go back to London. All my family and friends are there. So uh, I love the summer. It just, it feels like it's been a year and a half since <laughs> the Kings have played. I'm not sure what that feels like to you, but to me, it just seems like it's been forever. Yeah, you know, it feels the same way to us, uh, especially, you know, five years ago, we were going deep into, you know, June, uh, playing all the way till then. And then I only had a month and a half for summer. Now we're into the three, four month range for summer. So it's, yeah, let's it's, go back to the other one. To the I, I, I completely agree. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's frustrating going back home and uh, everywhere you go, especially in Canada, you just see hockey everywhere. So seeing other teams playing in the playoffs and I'm, I'm sitting there watching on TV, you know, that hurts. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Uh, you got married. I got married. Yeah. How long ago? Uh, September about just a month and a half ago, two You're months ago. You're going to need to learn that a little bit. Yeah, quicker. well, I know the date, but okay. I, I'm trying to think of where we are today. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I got married August 8th, so uh, back home uh, in uh, Muskoka. And, yeah, it was only a hundred and, like, six-person wedding, very small. I uh, had all my family and friends there, and a bunch of the boys, obviously, off the team came down with their wives, and uh, it was a hell of a party. Teeth or no teeth? I had teeth in when I walked up or walked down the aisle. I had teeth in. And then uh, once I had to say my vows, I had to rip the teeth out because I can't speak with those things. <laughs> <laughs> Does your wife like that you don't have the teeth most uh, of the time? No. She doesn't like that? No. She's used to it and has to kind of deal with it, but... Uh 
No, she'd rather me have teeth, no doubt about it. But uh, but she just now she has to accept eight more years of you having. Uh, we're going to try to get him fixed before then. Are you? Uh, it's been, I've been telling her I was going to get him fixed. I promised her I was going to get him fixed for the wedding, and I broke that promise. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I want to get it fixed soon, but the, the whole thing is if I re-injure my jaw, it could uh, make things worse all in there, and then I'll end up having more and more surgeries. So sometimes it's, it's better to not just put something permanent in there. I sort of feel like you without teeth with a giant grin, or you're sort of it, the face of the kings. It, it, <laughs> it, even looking at myself in the mirror with my flipper in is, uh, is weird. It's There's weird. no doubt about it. And then, like all the guys on the team, when I put it in at the wedding, there they're like, "Hey, just take it out. Like, it's, we don't even <laughs> want to look at you." So, but no, I used to have a really nice smile with teeth in. So I need to bring it back one day. I don't know. I sort of like I teeth swear. out. I gotta I, be honest. <laughs> all right. So now the season's about to begin. Uh, how do you approach that mentally? It's a long. It's a grueling season. Yeah, but this is the fun. Well, one of the fun parts of the season. Um, you know, when you kind of get back at it and you're you're in the grind and trying to make a. You know, a good start to the season. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. But uh, you know, kind of when you get halfway through the season, game, you know, fifty to sixty or something like that, you're like, that's when the grind really steps in. And then near the end of it, you have the playoff push, so you're back on top of things. But uh, it's definitely a grind. But I'm just excited to get back at it and uh, get back to some winning ways. Uh, we made some off-season additions that are going to help our team. And tell me about Kovalchuk. Yeah, he uh, he's great, man. He's got a puck on the string. Um, he can shoot the puck. He's a great guy, always laughing, always having a good time. And, you know, we're really happy to have him. He'll be great for the power play, but not only that, he'll be great, uh, you know, to have in the room as a leader and uh, great to have at all times. You were talking about him uh, being in a good mood and laughing all the time. And you're like that on the ice. You, you're either breaking your stick or sort of laughing and ha really having a good time, even in the tensest of moments. Yeah, like I'm, I'm playing my best, honestly, when I'm uh, really happy and just enjoying things and. Uh, having fun out there and not worrying about stuff, but I definitely have the tendency to snap a few times. Um, there's no doubt about that. I, uh, not that I play poorly when I'm upset, but uh, I'm definitely not playing at my best uh, when I'm upset. So it's something I've been trying to work on. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting upset every once in a I while. Either. But I, I sometimes I, take it too far. There's no doubt about it. I that, hope. So. I, I mean, I would want every person to to play that hard. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, well, I'm a competitive guy, and that's my number one attribute as a NHL hockey player is my competitive spirit. And I don't think if I had that, I would be in the NHL. So before you signed uh, the eight year deal, you said something about wanting to win a cup no matter what, and yeah. there was a big to do over that. And I thought to myself, I want every player on the team to say and feel that way. Uh, I think they all feel that way. You know, I think a lot of guys just maybe don't tell the media, uh, you know, more than they have to. So I'm one guy that I'll just say whatever's on my mind. I'm not too worried about it. So sometimes that brings me trouble. Sometimes that brings <laughs> me some good things. But, yeah, no, everyone in our team wants to win a cup. There's no doubt in my mind about that. No one would be here. No one would have trained that hard in the off season and went through this grueling camp. They don't want to come here and win. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's a great season. I'm so excited that we're actually having the first game. The first home game is Friday, October 5th. Yeah. Um, when you're skating around, do you see the people in the crowd? It looks sort oh, of yeah. like you're looking. Oh, yeah. You do. I'm analyzing the crowd. Yeah, I see, my, <laughs> see if I see any celebs out there. I don't know. I'm just looking all over the place, I just mean, finding different things to look at. What else is there to do in between whistles, really? I don't know. Just skate around. So do I don't know. i got to have my mind on something. Right. Uh, during the game, do you hear the crowd, or can you? I can hear them like I'm uh, not like not during the play, no, but like uh, after a play, obviously, yeah. Or if I'm on the bench, I'll hear them and stuff. Actually, I would, I've definitely heard other arenas boo me. You have? I can hear that, yeah. 
That Wouldn't must I? that must make you want to play so much better. Oh, I mean, that's oh, yeah. great. I love it. <laughs> One day, if I score and in front of the arena, booing me, oh, that's gonna be it's gonna be a special. That's day. sweet. <laughs> I mean, the 2011-2012 season. You guys were as good on the road as you were at home. Yeah, yeah, it's fun playing it, on the road. It's it didn't fun seem talented. like there's home ice. Uh, no, but it's something, you know, even still to this day, even last season, um, we're still a very good team on the road, but we need to be better at home. That's something that's our focus. Yeah, it's good to be really good on the road, but it's more important to be better at home. What's the best and the worst part of being on the road? The worst part about being on the road is, is just like having those long days. You know, you're done practice at 1 o'clock or so, and... You know, you got a game the next day, so you're not going to go to the bar and, and shoot pool or whatever it may be. You're, you're just going to probably lay in your bed until dinner, then go to dinner and go to sleep. So, so time-wasting, basically. It, yeah, it gets boring. But at the same time, the fun part about being on the road is that everyone here has family, so they're, they're going home to their kids, so we're not able to, you know, go out for dinner together and have a few drinks together. We, you know, we go to the mall together, go to movies together, whatever it may be. So you get to spend more time with your teammates. That's the most fun part about the road. Well, I'm uh, really looking forward to the season. I know you are as well because oh, yeah. you're super competitive. I'm really <laughs> glad you're here for another eight years. Me too. And I'm really happy that you're not, you don't have teeth. That's, that's, how I li- <laughs> that's how I like you, if that's all right. All right. I'd like myself like this, too. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> thank you, Drew. All right. Thank you so much. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Guys. I'm not thrilled with this next break. Guys. Guys. <laughs> I need you to know something. Amazon says a lot about you. What you've purchased, mm-hmm. what uh, the amount of purchases, okay. the frequency in which you've bought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. This staff is real weird. Okay, so okay. The, Jensen's filling in for Bean, yeah. and he told us this week something that we didn't know, which is you can go back and find out exactly how much money you spent in its entirety yeah. on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a detailed list of every single thing you bought. Yeah, and you uh, we're going to we're going to tweet out the link from the Kevin and Bean uh, account also on Facebook. It's very easy. You just download an Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. and it lists everything that you've purchased since 2006. Oh dear. And it is a real glimpse. It really is. Into the mind of what could be a psychopath. <laughs> uh, and so we had a couple people from staff send their histories to me. Okay. Last night in the privacy of my own home mm-hmm. i went through every purchase were you were you laughing at each of us there were times where out loud i just went what's this <laughs> just straight up out loud and i think i'm allowed to do this because i myself i live uh in a stone house no glass mm-hmm. around my house no i've only purchased five uh, five thousand six hundred and twelve dollars worth of merchandise off of amazon which oh. might sound like wow. a lot, but just you sit, sit not wait. over the years uh yeah and so i really had nothing that embarrassing mm-hmm. M- my first purchase which we'll we'll talk about for all of you my first purchase does get a bit of a laugh it's the muppets take manhattan blu-ray <gasps> oh, <respect. laughs> one of my favorite movies ever Amen. but didn't think we'd be putting oh. a spotlight on that here on the waka, show waka. i didn't know i could like you more <laughs> out of the fifty six hundred uh dollars about 3,800 are DVDs or Blu-rays. Wow. Which is an embarrassing to an extent, but oh, wait till we get to you guys. And by uh, the way, you still buy I do. Blu-rays I still weirdly okay. purchase all of them and have a collection. And it's, it's the dumbest thing in my life. Uh, the other thing that I noticed is that at some point in 2014, I bought a yoga mat. I've never done yoga. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, the mat is probably just sitting somewhere in my house. Uh, it's never been used. Excellent. Dave, welcome to the show today. Hello. Uh, you gave me your Amazon. 
Amazon history. Sure. You have spent just a little more than me. Within $40, you've spent uh, $5,650.95. You warned me before we came on air that you share an account. Yes. But I do oh, have some questions. Oh, I question. see how you're going to do this. <laughs> I have some questions for you. Your first purchase was a Yo Gabba Gabba Broby Hop and Bounce Play Pal. <laughs> Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. want to? Uh, what? Oh, dude, I love well, you. It was for his kids. It was for his kids. Yeah, it's for his children. Dave, oh, Dave doesn't have any. He oh, doesn't have yeah. kids. That's right. By the way, while I was going through this out loud, my fiance heard me go, but he doesn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> a couple other things I want to ask you about. Uh, one, you have a lot of Coca Cola items. You know what's funny about that? Those were all uh, gifts for Omar. Oh. Omar's a big yeah. Omar cook. Yeah, yeah, so okay. I, I think every year for Christmas I gave him Coca Cola. And I will say, out of the entire staff, a lot of gift giving from Amazon. Yeah. And I can tell that because of the, the December purchases. Mm-hmm. But uh, this wasn't in December. This was a <laughs> cupcake cupcake necklace in trinket box with faux crystal gems. Oh my you god! You ordered that, Dave? Probably, man. My I used to give my girlfriend terrible gifts. Oh, it's <laughs> so uh, this is. Uh, <laughs> It is the Amazon of a nine-year-old, uh, because you also purchased a Guardians of the Galaxy suit-up rocket raccoon backpack. Yeah, it's for my nephew. Well, I mean, yeah, listen. It's all for everybody else. It's all for everyone now else. Now I know how to handle mine. Uh, <laughs> you bought so many buttons that say things, like buttons that are like, uh, like, oh. but like 15 of them. It's for my cousin. No, if you go around my apartment, you you could hit the button and it be like, F word. Yeah. <laughs> Or it'll be like, I'm not here for your business. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, of them. And sometimes I forget where they're at. So we'll put books down. I'll be like, and you know, I hate you. And you're yeah. like, whoa. It'll be like, get out of my car. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a statement for everyone on mm-hmm. staff. You guys buy a lot of costumes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave does. Omar does. Ali has bought a lot of costumes right. over the years. Sure. <laughs> uh, also, the last one I want to ask you is if we're on supermarket sweep. One time you purchased a 50-inch inflatable tequila bottle. <laughs> like, well, I mean, did you not pick up the hams for the most expensive supermarket sweep? Uh, no, just decorations. All right. We like tequila. Beautiful All right. decorations. All right, listen, we need to take a break. Okay. Because we don't have time because Omar's in here and Ali's in here yeah, and I'm yeah. in here and Jensen has seen all of what yeah. we bought. There, it gets crazy. So let's take a break and we'll come right back and continue. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Uh, we did have something else planned here, but <laughs> the last thing we did is going along, and that is you can look up a list of every single thing you bought on Amazon. That's right. And, and so far, we figured out that I've spent about 5600 Dave spent about $5,600. we are moving on to Omar now, mm-hmm. who his grand total is $8,500. So okay. he spent about $8,500 overall on Amazon. His first purchase was a Little Wizard Novelty Peeing Boy Liquor Dispenser. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is true. <laughs> Truly the most on-brand yeah. thing I've yeah. ever heard. So like, for my bottle of Jack Daniels, of course. Of course. A yeah. little wizard, e-boy, peeing boy liquor dispenser. Makes so perfect good. sense. Also, yeah. there is so much, and when I mean so much, bacon-scented stuff, toothpicks, oh, car yeah. fresheners, lip balm. It is so much bacon. I love bacon. <laughs> Understandable. I, mean, I think that's a given based yeah. on what he just said. Other things he's purchased that should concern us slightly is a hunting knife. Okay. Uh, he also bought an Allison Brie autographed photo for $50. Gift? For being. I knew okay, it. Okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. I knew uh, it. Allowed. Um, he also is the most impressive sale 
uh, purchaser. What does he that mean? saved the most money between. Oh, uh, I am thrifty. He oh. is very thrifty. <laughs> for example, he purchased a swimming pool cleaner that is originally twelve hundred dollars. He got it for three hundred and nineteen bucks. Nice. That's yeah. very good. Also, mm-hmm. Cuisinart that's normally six hundred seventy dollars. He got for two hundred. Can you mm-hmm. haggle with him? <laughs> no, they just go on sale. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to give it. Oh, I'll offer three ninety nine. Yeah. That's my final offer. Yeah, he's running deals. Let's get on to Allie, okay. and then we'll get to the big bopper. How dare you, Allie? <laughs> Allie, uh, her her entire purchase order was about seven pages, which was a lot more than us. Oh. She has spent $28,000 oh, on wow. Amazon since what? it opened. Wait. Well, this oh, is my God. When? 2006? Oh 2006. Okay. $28,000. Right. Her first purchase was Talking Book, which was an original recording remastered CD. Which oh, is Stevie not, Wonder. Yeah, not, not, yeah. not super funny. But uh, the amount of rom-coms that she purchases is sure. sort of somewhat disturbing. Okay. Yeah. Um, my favorite purchase out of everyone was from Allie when she bought the sexy leprechaun costume. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the amount of crystal light that she purchases individually is incredible. Well, there are so many flavors of crystal light, but a lot of grocery stores either discontinue or they just have specific kinds. And if you love crystal light, like I do, because I believe in crystal light, and I believe in me. Um, you like to put it in vodka soda. Let's yeah. be honest; okay. it's uh, it's soda. a delightful treat. But the the costume that was for a live shot that I did with KTLA. It's great for St. Patrick's Day. It's a little frightening to have somebody mm-hmm. else looking at yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not cool. Uh, the other thing about your purchases is the amount of Christmas items that you have is startling mm-hmm. uh, because this is only one place you can buy Christmas items, yeah. and there are a lot. Also, Allie spending twenty eight thousand dollars is remarkable because there are not any very big no purchases. Things. So yeah. that is a lot of crystal light. A lot uh, of crystal light, like a lot of Jurgen self-tanner, that type of thing. Yeah, well, that was seven pages. Okay. Kevin. Kevin. Now, come on now. Mm-hmm. I can't you don't give, have to say it that way. I can't give you the report that I want to give. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many pages that I cannot get a total. No. You had seven pages uh-huh. at, at 28,000. Right. Kevin. <sighs> 47 pages. Heaven. Look, I told you guys this is a big problem with me because it's that one-click shopping and then you wake up in the middle of the night and you go, I need that. Yes. I can't report back on a total. (laughs) It is humanly impossible. Oh, my goodness. I can't give him a total, but I can pull a couple purchases. But again, we should, I I guess, guess what 47 pages would be. Well, what was Allie's? How many pages? Hers was seven pages. Oh, And it was almost 28,000. I mean, we're looking. I'm sure mine was a bunch of smaller stuff. I'm Uh, sure. uh, So uh, then you multiply. By five, basically. 30 by. He's done a couple hundred thousand dollars worth. I mean, that's a guess. Wow. (laughs) I will tell you that most of those 47 pages are Hurley t-shirts and shorts. (laughs) I I didn't know you could buy so many shorts. I didn't know that so many companies made shorts. But here's what... That's so you, But here's what happens. Here's here's the way I work. Is that I, I don't find shorts that I like very often. When I find a pair of shorts... I order the crap out of them. I can't believe it. So I have like 20 of the same. (laughs) I also will say, you can tell where he buys them, like the kind of the fury. Mm -hmm. So like he won't be able to sleep for a week. And then you'll see 15 purchases in one night. And then the next night, 15. And then nothing for five days. Then 15 at night again. Then 15 at night again. (laughs) Is it possible I forgot that I was ordering them the night before? It's very possible. Also, I did think it was adorable. Allie does buy something for herself. And then three or four days later, I see she sends it to a friend, which was very sweet. Um, Very gifted. I thought that was very nice. Same but the one thing, no. 
the, <laughs> the one thing I do want to address most in Kevin's, uh, why do you have UFC gloves? Oh, oh, good. Excellent. I can answer this one. Okay. Because we get them autographed to raise money for our charity. Oh, what a, wow. what a way out. Wow. What a way out from having wow. 47 pages. Right okay. By the way, that was the, the women and the children. You'd make a perfect Republican senator because, boy, that was a flip of the truth. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Allie McKay is here. What's happening? Well, on Fridays around this time, we like to highlight our, well, it's our playlist. It's called That's My Jam. And we're going to link you right now at Kevin and Bean on Twitter as well as Facebook. What you do, you just click on it, press follow, and then every single week, members of the Kevin and Bean show have added a song that they're either digging at the moment, might be something brand new, something you've never heard of, or it could be something came across one of your shuffle pods and shuffle pod? Shuffle sure. pod. Why not? That's a thing, sure. Um, and you're like, hey, I remember this song. It was great. It's just something you're really feeling at the moment because a lot of people don't know. We don't pick the music here on K-Rock, and a lot of us have very varied tastes. We like what we play, yeah, sure. but we also like other stuff sure, as well. We, we like a ton of different stuff. So let's kick it off this week with Kevin and your pick. I think it was yesterday that Muse released another new song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album comes out November 9th, but they released a new song called Pressure. This is Muse. Come on. It's great. So many times when I hear Muse, I'm like, yeah, this could be in a musical. Like, it just, like, there are <laughs> such, like, sweeping songs that you're like, you add a couple different things to it. I'm watching that on For Broadway. For the most part, three people making all that noise. Amazing. Yeah, it's great. Unbelievable. Well, Bean is off this week, but in typical Bean form, he sent in his pick. Of course. And his Long pick, before mine, by the way. Yeah. When he oh, sends yeah. in his on vacation, I'm like, come on. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm here and I haven't sent mine in He'll yet. show us up on vacation. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But his pick is from a young lady that when she played at Acoustic Christmas a couple years ago, I was like, holy crap, L. King. That voice is phenomenal. So his pick this week is Naturally Pretty Girls by L. King. No, 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 it's not my belief. It's rewarding to be beautiful. Nature was a kind of mind. And the creature of the People who have voices that you can instantly tell who it is yeah. by their voice. I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. El King, the best thing Rob Schneider ever made. <laughs> it is his daughter. Yeah. Absolutely. Jensen, yes. you're up next. Yeah, this was my get up on this week here on Kevin and Bean, along with the O'Reilly Auto Parts remix. <laughs> uh, the, the record's going to get kind of clouded by Lil Wayne's release today, but uh, Young Thug uh, put out an EP. On that EP this week was a song that first started in 2016 when he met uh, Elton John, who is weirdly a Young Thug fan. Just very weird. <laughs> he seems sir. to like rap. He does. Yeah. He's, he's a fan of what's hot and, and keeps yeah. his ear in the streets. But this is Young Thug featuring Elton John with a song called High, and it is great. Hey, and I'm gonna be.
Your guess is as good as mine. No idea what he said. It's a but, great song, um, but we don't know what he's saying. But that's part of his thing. He's almost like an improv jazz guy. It's just very fun. He just goes, mm-hmm. in, the, goes in the booth and says whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick is a local young lady. Her name is Mia Folick, and I loved her EP, Give It To Me, that came out, I feel like last year, maybe the year before. But her voice is heavenly and then it's so powerful at times that you're like how is this the same person it's insane and she has her debut album premonitions coming out on october 26th and i couldn't figure out which song to pick because i was going to pick a song uh dead body it's so powerful not only in her voice but it's about an assault and i was like you know what it's been a heavy week and how about a song instead about listening to your friend talk about the same dude over (laughs) and over and over again. And then you're just like, listen, your thoughts are becoming reality. Stop putting all of this out to the universe. Stop talking about the boy. This is a song called Stop Talking. So it sounds it's great. so bubbly and poppy. And then, I mean, if you go and pre-order her um, music for, like I said, Premonitions out October 26th, just, you know, listen to Dead Body and then that. And yeah. It's whiplash, <laughs> but it is so wonderful. And by the way, this woman from Santa Ana, half Japanese, half Russian, no one should look like her and so beautiful, have that voice and be so talented. Listen, I just talked myself out of this pick. I now hate her. <laughs> she is wonderful. Again, her name is Mia Folick. And uh, that's my jam is what we're talking about. Go to Kevin Bean, at Kevin Bean on Twitter and on Facebook. Click on our That's My Jam link, click follow, and you're gonna have brand new songs in your ear holes every single week. I mean, it's it's like a gift. You guys, we're not charging you for this. We aren't. We could be. Should we give out our Venmos though, in case (laughs) people want to pay? But what if they don't like it? Then do we owe them? I think that's a they'll just send us invoices, right? Yeah, let's leave it. (laughs) Okay, Okay. good. Some birthdays for you: Dita Vontis, Saint Vincent, Mira Sorvino, Naomi Watts, and Hilary Duff. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We have a feature called 911 is a joke where we we post calls where people call from a Burger King drive-thru because they didn't get the burger they wanted. They didn't get enough fries. Yeah. Whatever nonsense there is. They're calling 911 for some reason like 911 is going to send out an officer to get them the right fries. Okay, but what's so funny about it? I don't understand why to that figure happens. out what the bit is. It sounds like an emergency. I don't believe that's an emergency yeah, well, is my point. You know. Tomatoes, tomatoes. This little kid uh, called 911, and he needed help with his math. And it's really (laughs) sweet. That is awesome. It's really sweet because not only does he call 911 and explain that he needs help with math, the 911 operator helps him with math. Oh, stop. It's so sweet. Listen. 911, what's the address of your emergency? Hi. Yeah, this is an emergency, but I'm 10 years old, and I'm working on my math homework right now. I can't figure out what 71 divided by 3,052 is. Now, 
71 divided by 3,652. <laughs> that seems extreme for a 10-year-old. What, what, what math teacher do you have? That's yeah. the emergency. Yeah. You have a, a, you need a new math teacher. terrible math teacher. <laughs> okay, so we continue. What was, what is the, how much? What? Um, 71 divided by 3,052. 3,052? He's doing the math. Yeah. yeah, it's an emergency. He's sitting there going, okay, all right, let me just write this down, and I'm going to figure out. He's helping him. <sighs> Do the math problem. Now, I hope that other phones aren't ringing. I assume they're not. Right. <laughs> on, the right. Line, on the other line, there's a car on my leg. <laughs> a car on my leg. Hold on, I'm doing math. Hold on, I'm moving uh, the one. There's a car and... on my leg. <laughs> um, I could try to help you. Let me, I don't know how to do that off the top of my head either at the moment, so. Oh. Okay, thanks. Okay, well, then who should I call? The kid gets all... You put someone else on the line, <laughs> sir, since you can't do my homework? But then he realizes maybe he's not saying it right. One second. Are you working on decimals or... Um, I'm working on division. Okay. So it's... it's. Are you sure it's 71 divided by that, or is it 3,052 divided by 71? How sweet is he to follow yes. up and make sure the kid's saying it right? Right. Well, he's dividing it into the wrong number. I, so. have, a, I have a math uh, question. Yeah. Sure. How much am I paying for this call in taxes? <laughs> I, you just do I'm it willing like a... to pay for it because he's helping the little kid oh, do the math. It's 3,052 divided by 71. Okay. Oh, that's one second. That's completely different. Yeah. Well, that's different, you idiot. Doing it on a calculator, it's, it's 42.98, which you would round up to like 43. He's literally oh. tutoring the guy. This How is, sweet is that? This is inc- I mean, I, I don't know if I'm thrilled by that. <laughs> there I, are I, actual emergencies. Uh, there are, right. and I'm assuming other people are taking calls. Or but they're I, not getting calls right that second. But I do hope that at some point he tells him what 911 is for. I mean, he doesn't necessarily. I mean, the kid at the beginning said, this isn't an emergency, right. but I need help with my math. But I feel like the kid should be reminded <laughs> that this is a... a emergency line that could you could actually get in trouble for calling right. with yeah. something like this yeah. yeah oh okay thank thank you is that all you needed now he wants to know you got anything else also my dad <laughs> murdered my mom and then committed suicide <laughs> if you guys want to come by but that was weeks ago yeah. so. if you guys want to stop by real quick yeah all right i'll let you go Bye-bye. Bye. Very sweet, right? It is sweet. I've been held captive. (laughs) But if that is not... six weeks and I haven't had food. Also, can you help me with a math problem? How how many days can I go without water? Oh, no. (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. We welcome to the studio Gregory Plotkin. Welcome, Gregory. Thanks for having me. You brought donuts. We'll have you again. We'll have you again Monday. You're bringing donuts every it's time donut we come Friday. in. It's Donut Friday. <laughs> uh, Gregory is the director of Hellfest, which opens today. Tell us about Hellfest. Hellfest is a uh, is my love letter to the '80s slasher films that I grew up on. Uh, it is takes place at a traveling horror carnival. And uh, horror, horror. Okay, just checking. Horror. You know those horror carnivals. Just checking. I don't <laughs> that's know. where I did most that's, of my work. That's the sequel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to make it, and the prequel, by the way. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's really a love letter, throwback to to these great movies I grew up on. So it's what, a lot of fun. What movie did you love? Halloween. 
Halloween, Halloween was my the all-time favorite. Uh, but I love Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, all those films, Texas Chainsaw, everything. I love them. Did people think that there was something wrong with you because you love those movies so much? Oh, God, yeah. yeah sure. Oh, God. I was reading Stephen King at like eight years old. And <laughs> nuts. Totally nuts. Now, did you say to yourself, wow, I want to be a part of a project that will make going to haunts even more terrifying because now... I'm going to go somewhere and think, you know what, maybe these people aren't acting. Maybe yeah. there is a murderer loose, and that, they're going to kill me no matter where I go in this haunted house. That's, that's the best part about horror, is that you yeah. take something that is so familiar and you make it super scary. So absolutely. I'm so, so when excited. you go to parks where that's not going to happen, still in the back of your mind, if you see this movie, anyone, it's like, yeah. Anyone in a mask right. yeah. could kill you at any moment. And by the way, I did that to the actors. I wouldn't tell them where people were going to pop out and what was going to happen. So oh, so they were genuinely scared. They were genuinely scared. Oh, that must have been so annoying to them. Oh, my God. It, it's so much fun for me. <laughs> uh, Greg edited, is a huge editor. You've edited Get Out. Yeah. You've edited uh, one of my favorite movies of the year, Game Night. Yeah. Love and that, then, too. And uh, then one of my other favorite movies of all time, Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> uh, what is the transition like to go from editor to director? Because you also did the last Paranormal Activity movie. Yeah, it was um, fairly natural. I've had uh, you know, Jason Blum over at Blumhouse gave me this amazing opportunity to, uh, to edit those films, the Paranormals, and then um, to... to uh, uh, direct ghost dimension um, it you know as an editor I, I know what I need in terms of coverage and so forth the biggest challenge is getting used to talking to actors and you know f conveying what I need um, but it was very natural I knew what I needed it was very economical with the shooting um, it was fun do you do you have to sort of be a director to be an editor like you're sort of cutting it together and sort of making it a thing. Yeah, I feel like I'm always directing from the cutting room. Um, yeah, no uh, offense to directors. I feel like <laughs> editing is, is the biggest <laughs> part of movie job, making. Yeah. It's the final rewrite. So, yeah. I mean, I think the writer obviously sets the tone, the director uh, elevates the material, and then as an editor, we have to sort of put it together. It's a big puzzle and it's a And lot then of fun. once you get to the point like where you were in your career with a movie like Get Out, you're looked at like, hey, what do you think about this? How do we... And I understand you were instrumental in changing the ending of Get Out. Well, actually, Jordan is a genius. So, Obviously, right. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Um, he is yeah. beyond genius. Um, and, you know, he was so smart. He kept all that was important to him in the film, um, but wanted to make it a little bit more crowd-pleasing, uh, a little bit more accessible. Um, and, you know, he pitched some ideas, and we all loved him, obviously, and um, it was great. So, yeah, I was... I was only instrumental in that I was following, you know, his lead. He was, he's That's he's very amazing. humble and lovely of you. <laughs> and also, like, <laughs> like that's, that's such a great movie for you to have jumped into because it, it speaks to so much of your influences. Yeah, it's it's great. And the thing is, Jordan and I bonded. He and I met on uh, on Skype. He was already in Alabama getting ready to shoot. And we talked about Kubrick that we loved. We talked about The Shining. Uh, we talked about Stepford Wives. We talked about Rosemary's Baby. And we kind of geeked out. We all love. We both love those movies. This was a call that was set up to talk about doing. This was my get out. Yeah, yes, my interview. interview. Yeah. yeah, I talked to him for about twenty minutes. We talked about these movies we loved, and then I didn't talk to him at all until he got back to L.A. So I just was sitting in a room alone, getting to cut the film, getting to kind of fall in love with the material, um, and then we just played and made a great film. Could so you was, tell it was special that there was something about Get Out that was phenomenal? I loved it. Mm -hmm. I and I always tell Jordan he made a better movie than the script because he wrote an amazing script. Right, um, but. I loved it. It was one of those things that I didn't know. I saw the film opening night at the Arclight in uh, Sherman Oaks. You did. I loved it. Felt like hopefully people would get it. Mm -hmm. As soon as people started screaming at the at the screen and like, standing yeah. up and clapping, I knew that people would understand it. So I had I didn't quite know, but I knew I loved it. I knew it was a special film. Mm. How many of these Halloween events did you have to go to for Hellfest research? Oh my God, so many. I got <laughs> to go all over the country and yeah. do research. I uh, did some great ones in New Orleans. Was able to kind of pick and choose what I want, and then uh, we shot in Atlanta. And there's a place called. Um, 
the Netherworld, which we got to to go. It's one of the biggest haunts in the whole country, um, and it's actually scarier to go alone than it is to go with a group of people. Sure. Um, so I got to do some research and go. And they actually tell me that women wear... No one would go with you, though, right? I know, right? That's what you're saying. Okay, I'm sorry. That's what's scary about it. Yeah. You're scary to other people. I'm sorry to interrupt. You were saying women... They were saying women that wear fake nails, Uh um, that the nails fall off a lot, and they get lodged in different places. So I got to walk through in the morning, and uh, they said, be careful, they're going to get stuff stuck in your shoes. So um, I was like, okay. And I start walking. It's all crunchy and whatnot. I look down, I got blue, orange, neon nails in my shoes. What kind of janky place is this? I know, right? (laughs) Um, you look in some of the mannequins, there's nails stuck in there because people get scared. They claw, they hit, and so forth. And wow. It was, it was great. I don't know about you, but when I get scared, I instantly have to pee. So <laughs> when I go to like a haunted maze or haunted house, my friends are like, seriously, again? Like, no matter where I go. Was that an issue for any of your cast? Well, I gave them all to Pens. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Right. Very yeah. smart. Very so good. That was really Maybe good. sponsor that for the next yeah, movie. Yeah, it was really clean. Did Which you? I'm sorry, there will be, because I'm not saying... There's an ending that you're like, wait a minute, but you're kind of leaving it open that we could find out prequel, yeah. sequel, whatever. That's the whole thing. Squeakquel, squeakquel, wasn't that the... What's a squeakquel? Chis- that was the chipmunks one, right? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We're just going to speed up all the voices. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's open-ended. Uh, it's a character I love, want to explore more, and, um, you know, this is a movie for the fans. I, 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 I thought you were going to say family, and I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> no, it is not a movie for the family. <laughs> it is not that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, my kids will not see this film. Did and you insist on making it R-rated? Yes. It has to be, it has right? To be. If you're going to really do and it, there, pay homage. There was a conversation. They said, can we make a PG-13? I said, I don't know how you make this PG-13. I mean, I worked on Happy Death Day. I was the editor on that film. Which is super fun. Which is great. And Chris made this great film that was PG-13, that paid homage to the slashers, but also just had a lot of heart and a lot of comedy. Um, but this film is more of a traditional slasher. I feel, I feel like you almost have to fight to make it R, because yeah. you're limiting yourself in audience size. Yeah, I, def- I definitely did. And But I felt this is the film I wanted to make. And they were, luckily, CBS was really supportive and they were great. And the set pieces are so big. Like, I feel like, are they all inspired by ones you saw doing this sort of uh, traveling yeah, for it? They were the, I mean, the the guillotine, um, Seth Sherwood, our writer, um, had brought this guillotine sequence in right away. And this was something that, that just sort of came out of his brilliant mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. The bathroom was something I brought in when I when I came in. Didn't and, and like it. Didn't like it. I <laughs> now I'm afraid of bathrooms. <laughs> didn't like it at all. But the, the ride breaking down was, I was at uh, Universal on the Harry Potter ride with mm-hmm. my kids. And the ride broke down. Mm-hmm. And I had my first panic attack. Really? And that I was the a, first time in your life? First time in my life. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And my kids are laughing hysterically at me. We're on the Whomping Willow portion, and the, the seats turned backwards. And They must have um, thought you were joking at first. They did. Because they'd never seen it. Yeah. And, wow. and, and I had to pull out my phone and just start reading the news just to get my mind off of it, and that which made them laugh even more. Of course. Um, so funny. The news gives me a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Weird. And you go right back to the park. <laughs> Irony. It's yeah. stuck. But, um, but, yeah, so that was inspired. That The, the, the ride scene in this movie was inspired by that. Cool. Mm, yeah, very cool. a lot of fun. It just yeah. seems like a lot of fun. No, Ali, no. It just—it <laughs> was—it was the bathroom scene that gave me the most. That I'm not going to lie—that made me have to poop. When I get really nervous, what is going I on? Have to poop. You went from peeing to having to poop. Yes, that's good. Then. Yes, that's good. because that's good we've all had, as ladies, fears that someone's in there with us, and then. <laughs> And the I can't. You'll you'll watch it and you'll get what I'm saying. But that would make me not want to poop because then I have to use the bathroom, right? Right. But you know what I don't have in my bathroom? Mm. An area above and an area below. Mm. 
that you know where, of. Wait, where are you going to the bathroom then? That's right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little in, a, in a strange Allie, case. Allie, do you um, know the difference between a closet and a bathroom? Oh, no, again. I knew it. Again. Wow. Do, right. do you find people that are sort of split down the middle of love horror, hate horror? Yes, absolutely. Is, is there anybody that's sort of in the middle? No, I, don't, I, I don't feel like there is. I don't think there are. I mean, but the people that love horror, love horror. Horror. Because um, there have been many times where I want to go see something that looks really scary, and I can't talk anyone into going with me. I just go by myself yeah. because it's it looks great, and I want to see it. I'm the same way. I think you, it's funny. Women drive the sales of horror tickets way more than men. Because really? the girls say, right? the girls say, you're going with me tonight, and I was husband's girl or boyfriend's say, sure, whatever you want, honey. All right. Hmm. And um, so they really sort of make the decisions, uh, which is great. Um, but it's such a community thing. It's great to be scared in a theater with everybody and uh, and feel it. So, um, but yeah, horror fans are the best. They yeah. are the absolute. Best. As Halloween approaches, what 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 are the movies people might not know from the horror genre that they should see? Oh my God, uh, you got to start just with the classics. Like I said, you, I go back to The Shining, The Exorcist. But what's and, like the obscure? What's what's the one oh that God. you? I don't like, know if, if it's obscure. Yeah. But the first horror movie I ever saw that my babysitter got in so much trouble over. <laughs> Don't look now. Yeah. Good God. I don't know if I've seen it. Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Oh, yes, I did see it. Yeah. Oh. That is scary. I saw and it the same night as The Gate. Do you know The Gate? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Another weird, scary movie. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, going up, like, the prophecy and movies like that. Like, I yeah. loved everything horror. It's just so, there's so many good ones out Well, this looks fantastic. We appreciate you coming in and spending some time with us today. Very nice. Thanks Gregory for Plotkin, me. thank you very much. Go see the, it. The movie is Hellfest, and it's in theaters today. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate Enjoy. it. Thank you. Bye. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. We love this feature on Fridays. It's called Keep It 100. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. Keeping it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. So, we always talk about what was 99. It was close. And what was 101. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you. Great choices today. We couldn't go wrong with any of these, but just missing out at number 99 was Rachel from Laverne. She wanted to hear the B-52s, Private Idaho. Love it. All right. And then also just missing out, sorry, Britt, you wanted to hear the Vandals, Urban Struggle. That would have been great, too. Agreed. Yeah, but that was 101. But number 100, Texter 100, you guys. Her name is Crystal. She's from the LBC. Hey, a- hey Crystal. Hi, guys. Good morning. How's everybody doing? We're doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm sitting here wearing my brand new uterus t-shirt that I bought. Are oh, you? well, Excellent. don't go to a Dodger game. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, so how long have you liked the Boston's? I've liked the Boston's ever since I was a little girl growing up in Long Beach. Oh, right. that's a, kind of, quite a connection. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite lyric from the song? Uh, so heavy you collapse. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think was their the best album, Crystal? The best album, I would say, uh, Horses and Rainbows. Was that an album? Oh, that no. Doesn't seem like it certainly a, wasn't. It doesn't seem like an <laughs> album for them. Yeah. She oh. said, Horses and Rainbows. Is that an album? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Crystal, you ever been to Boston where they hail from? You know what? I heard people from Boston are assholes, so I try to avoid it. Well, that's oh, true. Well, that's I mean, a... you're not wrong. <laughs> Okay. Wow. What else do we have for Crystal? I mean, we could ask Crystal the thoughts on racism in Boston. I mean, I, I, I'm staying in this realm yeah, here. Yeah, we need to talk to Crystal more, yeah. obviously. Thanks, Crystal. We appreciate it. We're going to play your song. Yes, I want you guys to play, and that the song is The Impression That I Get by the Mighty Mighty Boston. Keep it 100. <laughs>
Thank you, Crystal from Long Beach, mm-hmm. for requesting that and for being such a lovely person to talk to on the phone. Yeah, it's such a beautiful voice. Yeah, <laughs> very feminine. Mm-hmm. Allie, what year? Mm-hmm. <sighs> mighty, mighty Boston. Mighty, mighty Boston. Listen, I was in college. And it was a big deal uh-huh. when that song came out. Right. And that year would be 1998, seven, I, 1998, I, 1997, I, I, 1997. I have seven. 1997. I mean, you only get one guess. 1997. It is 1997, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always the second one. So bad. Always the second Always. one you say. Always. Yeah, that's true. Let's keep it 100. Keep it 100. It's Kevin and B. K-U-Rock. It's Friday. It's time for our last What's Happening with Allie. And Kat Corbett joins us as well. We love it when Kat comes mm-hmm. in. Isn't it nice to not hear a Friday from Bean? Yes, yes it is. Well, it is. Friday. I, that guy. I live it in. Oh, Jesse. Yeah. Right? taking it on. Nope. <laughs> I... Uh, Someone has to, has nope. to yeah. No, they mm-hmm. don't. No. The man they has a legacy. Don't. The man has a legacy. Mm-mm. Oh, dear. The Didn't longest running DJs in sorry. LA. Yeah. He has wants nothing to, to do with that. He word. wants <laughs> to say Friday. He gets Mm-mm. it. Mm. <sighs> you guys, Venom. Let's talk about yes. it. Because Venom is coming out to theaters on October 5th. But how about you? You listeners right now, you special little nuggets of goodness. How about you get to see the K-Rock advanced screening of Venom at the AMC Burbank 16 on October 3rd? Mm, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, mm. right? I'd let anyway, him invade my him. body. Oh, yes. I'll host you <laughs> right about here. Are you know guys what holding I'm hands? Saying? <laughs> Just saying. Listen, oh we, love, we love us some Tom Hardy. <laughs> it's a sickness. But if you would like to get a pair of passes again to that K-Rock advanced screening of Venom, AMC Burbank 16 on October 3rd. Beat callers 20 through 24 right now at 1-800-520-1067 and you are going to get to go. Let us know how it is because we can't even go to those pre-screenings. We're right. not as cool as you guys. Ah, Sean Mendez is, thank you, mm-hmm. Doto. Sean Mendez is a delightful oh, young gent. Beautiful young boy. Right? Yeah. Talented, great head of hair, charming as all get out. Yeah. <laughs> great head of hair second on your list. It's weird. It's weird. Before talented. But, yeah. Thought. Um, he shared a story the other night on Jimmy Fallon. He did a show, I believe it was at the Grammy Museum, where he was basically trying to impress Dave Grohl, who was in the audience with his daughter. Here's what happened. Dave Grohl came to watch me play in Quebec. Do you get nervous? I mean, I, I yeah. Mean, but I was actually more amped up. I was like, Dave Grohl's here. Got to really? do. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do it. Whatever that is. Yeah. And I'm on stage, and I'm and I'm really feeling the show, and I'm like, this is my moment. Jump up, jump, like jump. What do you mean jump? I don't know. Jump where? So there's a it's a massive stage, and there's a, there's another section of the stage. It's a lot lower, a lot lower than I thought it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Dave Grohl is like right here on the side of the stage, and he's uh, he's sitting cross-legged watching it with his daughter, and and I'm like, wow, he sees me jump. And you're gonna jump. And I'm like, there's one part where everything goes silent, and I jump, and I'm like, this is the coolest. I'm in the air, and I'm like, this is really long. <laughs> And Next thing you know, it's like Will Smith's birthday. Yeah, you're like, exactly. you're bungee jumping. I was bungee jumping. I was fully on the ground. It looked like my first time ever trying to jump. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. You know what he said to me right before I went on stage? I thought it was so funny. He said, don't break a leg, oh. which I thought was so great. Wow, interesting. Yeah, and then I was like, I almost broke my you leg. You almost did, actually, yeah. 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 Uh, but now we just text about barbecue and stuff. It's great. We have a good friendship. Like me and JK, it's similar. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you have a phone number? Yeah, I do. Huh. I got to talk to Justin about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Everything except Jimmy Fallon was good about that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, think, I think we found our new host. Yeah. Here's Sean the thing Mendes, about that maybe. clip. Um, he said it was in Quebec. I assumed it was at the Grammy Museum last week because Dave Grohl and his daughter were at that as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Do you think he's just pretending his daughter really likes Shawn Mendes? But <laughs> he's Dave a real Mendes. Like, I do. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah. Wouldn't that yeah. be great? My favorite. Dad, it's- come on. We have to go again? Yeah, right? <laughs> he's going to have better hair at this one. Let me go. <laughs> he gets me. Absolutely. You guys like uh, Halloween movies, not just yes, yes, horror please. movies yes. like Halloween and and all of those Freddy Kruegers. Do you like Halloween based movies? Like like, like give what? Me an example. Yeah, you're like Hocus Pocus. That's also kind of scary. Mm. Really? Well, I mean, it's okay. If there's witches, the makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean? Well, I, do you know Halloween Town? Yes, of course. That's mm-hmm. not scary at all. No. 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 Delightful. Good yeah. one. Practical Magic. Yes. Okay. Love. Well, here's why I'm bringing it up. Because Freeform will air a 25th anniversary special celebrating the 1993 movie Hocus Pocus. It's going to go down on October 20th as part of its 31 Nights of Halloween lineup. <gasps> Original stars Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimy, Thora Birch, and others will appear in interviews. No word yet on if Bette Midler will participate. Oh, fingers and crossed. Here's why there's no no word yet. Remember when Deadline reported that the Disney Channel was trying to develop a remake of the movie Hocus Pocus? Mm-hmm. And Bette Midler was like, oh, it's going to be cheap. It's going to be so cheap. I'm not into it. So cheap. She was just so bitter about it that I wonder if she's like, nope, not even going to talk to him for this. Huh. <laughs> Love her. It's very odd, but practical magic. Yeah. It was on last weekend, you guys. So good. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorites. Have you seen it? No. Nicole Kidman. No. <gasps> Sandra Bullock. Aiden Stockard, Quinn. Aiden Quinn. Oh. Stockard Channing. No, I'll have to see that. Oh, best. my God. Like in a, like, like a Hocus Pocus? No. No. Serious drama. Yeah. Oh. Be- wow. No. No, not. <laughs> Is it more like beaches? <laughs> no. Yeah, where no. This doesn't sound good. Where are we at on the Bette Midler scale? <laughs> well, Sandra Bullock and uh, Nicole Kidman are sisters, and yes. they have powers. Oh. But okay. they have kind of pushed the powers away. To cure cancer. No. Oh, I'm trying to see where the drama is. One of the powers is that no matter who you love, they're going to die. So Sandra Bullock is all concerned. All right, I'm just saying. That's it is just riveting. I was in Ellie. I yeah. was totally oh, riveted. Such a, it's one of my all-time favorites. Holy it is crap. so damn good. No. But then they do a thing. Remember oh, Midnight oh, Margaritas? A real you sale. You put the lime in the coconut. You oh. took it all up. Yeah, yeah let's do see? it. Let's, let's just do, do it. it. Holding hands oh. again, you weirdos. Cat and I share a lot of similar interests. Like Hallmark a, movies. Like a coven. Yeah, we really are. Yeah, coven, yeah. Really are. A mass hole coven. Oh, I love it. Speaking of Kat, she's here right now. She likes to tell us really cool things happening all over L.A. Well, you guys, next Wednesday is October 3rd. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen, mm-hmm. Gretchen. No. That is from Mean Girls. Oh, okay. And October 3rd is Mean Girls Day. Is that the day we wear pink? Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is that mm-hmm. October 3rd falls on a Wednesday, the day we wear pink. So <gasps> it's like a double whammy. It's a double people. whammy. Yes. So okay. Mean Girls, shut up, Kevin. <laughs> on Tuesday. I've never been more bored than the last five <laughs> The last five to six minutes are killing me. <laughs> and he once interviewed Harvey Danger. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! Don't worry, I'm going to bring this around, I promise Please. you. I'm going to bring it around. I'm looking for a razor blade. Tuesday! Yes! No! Yes. No. 
you. <laughs> what? On Tuesday at the Grove Outdoors, they're going to show Mean Girls to prep you for Wednesday. Just saying, you can go there and okay. try to make fetch happen. Okay. Now I'm going to bring it around, Kevin. Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> LA's premier axe-throwing social club is All opening right. up Amen. next week. Now cool. we're talking. 30 lanes of axe throwing. <laughs> they can accommodate. <laughs> Why do you need 30 lanes? I thought it was going to be one, like right. a dartboard. No. Y'all line up they for can, it. I think, I think the team building thing uh, we should do. With I them. agree. Absolutely. And Three. how long will it be until one person gets injured there? <laughs> yeah. With us? Right? Five it's, minutes. Oh, well, yeah. with us, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's a given. It's called LA Axe. Uh, 30 lanes. No experience necessary. Oh, always <laughs> good. Always Excellent. good. Good. Unbelievable. So you throw an axe to try and hit a target? Apparently, right? yes. Okay. They're trying to get their uh, beer alcohol license right now. Beer oh, wine. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Uh, right now. Quick, uh, quick FYI on this. <laughs> the one in Detroit just lost their liquor license <laughs> because of safety concerns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as long as there's a bar next door, yeah, then you can true. walk over and throw oh, axes. Yeah. That's so good. Look, it opens a week from today, but they have a media night on Wednesday. And I was thinking maybe Beer Mug should come. 100%. <laughs> oh, 100% for sure. He should bring that guy that he always tells. It's the one that Monty. Can- Monty, yeah. <gasps> so there I you got go. I don't, want, I don't want Monty throwing an axe. I don't want Mugs throwing an axe. If you want to throw an axe, it's in North Hollywood on Coldwater Canyon. That's what is it called? Happening. Does it have a L-A-X. name? L-A-X. L-A-X. Mm-hmm. I dig it. All right, you guys. Let's wrap it up with some birthdays. We can get on out of here. Dita Monty, St. Vincent, Bam Margera, Mira Sorvino, Naomi Watts, and Hillary Duff. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Ellie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Strikers Commercial Free For All. During your drive home today on the world-famous K-Rock, have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday morning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Someone call someone. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. I love penis. All right. The way they performed was, frankly, disgusting. I gotta go. You best get out of town. Wait, are you seriously saying that like that? Is this a Western? I wanted to come up here because I felt like our goodbye, it felt a little cold to me. <sighs> um, in a way, looking back now, I think I feel like it was pretty appropriate. Listen, 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 listen. Go, 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 Get out. Get out. Idiot. Where's my sauce? Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.